When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. It's never been more important to diversify your financial portfolio. Well, that's right. The S&P is down 20% from the last year, and this year looks even worse. Gold and precious metals offer a hedge against inflation and stock market volatility. And Legacy Precious Metals is the company Ken and I trust. Protect your retirement account by rolling it into a gold-backed IRA or have metals shipped directly to your door. Call our friends at Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or visit buylegacygold.com. Sticky notes, email alerts, a string around your finger. They're just not big enough. So here's a big reminder from the California Lottery. Tonight's Mega Millions jackpot is over $175 million. Whew. Play now. Please play responsibly. Must be 18 years or older to purchase player client. Hey, it's the John and Ken Show. John Cobelt and Ken Shampoo, KFI. AM640. Oh. AM640, live everywhere. You on know, the iHeartRadio app. I was sitting here looking at the clock, and I'm thinking, is he still pushing the chair down the hallway? Because it's only 2.02. Uh. Is but then all? you fumbled the football. You made it I, onto the field. I'm in, a, I'm in an irritated mood. I booked a flight this morning. I guess we're not going to stop you from explaining. On one of uh, the major airlines. And uh, booked it under one under my name, one under my wife's name. We were using miles, so I made two bookings, right? So I could use my miles. She could use her miles. And picked a seat for me. Picked a seat for her. And it confirmed my selection of flight, confirmed my seats, sent me the, uh, the email. And then there's a little warning at the top saying, we were unable to uh, confirm your seat selection. Go back and do it again. Now, they charged me for the seat because I got the, you know, the premium economy, mm. a little more legroom. So they charged me like $13 each for the seat. So they took the money and they had this right seat listed on my reservation but then they told me well it didn't really take and i tried mine and i got through and fixed it i tried my wife's i got through but it wouldn't fix it over and over again so i called up i called up oh no customer service calling the airlines is just horrible these days got a guy in india and he told you that no i knew uh, 47 minutes. All I needed him to do was to put 12D 
into the program. All right? I already paid for 12D. It's already listed as confirmed for 12D, but it didn't stick. I just put 12D in there. 47 minutes, and he couldn't do it. And he got off the phone at least four times to talk to the back office. What what back office? He's in India. Where's the just, back office? He just gets on another phone and talks to somebody at, uh, in, in Sri Lanka. I mean, what what is what is this mysterious back office? Well, there's probably somebody who helps these people. There must be a hotline they call that well, maybe if they okay. can't figure something out, they call this hotline in the, in the U.S. and find at, out something. At the 35 minute mark, when he got on, just to see if I was still there, and he was hoping I wasn't, I said, um, wh- "He goes, well, I have to talk to the back office still." I go, "Well, what are they doing there?" Because it's over half an hour. And there was this long pause. I said, are they picking up the phone? And he goes, uh, no, no, they're not, they're not taking my call yet. <laughs> <laughs> so he put me on a hold for a half hour because he was on hold for a half an hour. And he kept coming on every 10 minutes to tell me, yes, he's, he's talking to the back office. Wow. I go, it's just. What the hell airline is this? One of the big ones. <laughs> All right. And Sounds like one of the off-brands. No, no, no. This is one of the big ones tied to one of our credit cards. That's why we get the miles on it. And, and I was thinking, uh, they don't want it to be easy for you to redeem the miles. It's always a lot of hoops. Whenever I do that, it's annoying too. God, and 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 then they start telling me oh, that like they black out flights. They give you all of these hoops to run yeah. through. Yeah, and then he's telling he's telling me, well, well, we're we're running uh, we're running updates now. We're running updates. I go, I don't know where you are. <laughs> I knew where he was because I don't know where you are. And he was very quiet. But here in Los Angeles, it's 10 in the morning. What are you running updates at, at uh, midday in America during business hours? Like, what are you doing? And yeah. uh, well, can't you manually put it in? No, I can't do that. Now, that's probably overnight in India if that's really where he is. Yeah. Uh, and, 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 Did you, you ask him what he thinks of Garcetti? <laughs> <laughs> Thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> He may be your ambassador soon. <laughs> That's right. Maybe, maybe. But I mean, it's just a seat. Nah. Forty-seven minutes, and they couldn't. Do, and then he goes, "Well, call back in three hours." <laughs> call wow. back in three hours. I would have just. I would not have held on. I would have just started over with a new person. Maybe you'd get better luck. Um, I don't know why you'd be on hold for forty? Well, minutes. I was doing my reading this morning. I had it on the background, and after a certain point, I get really amused by this. Yeah, and now I, it becomes a show. Story, yeah, right. right. I, I, yeah, this will give me something to kill five minutes on the show. <laughs> and you're right. You <laughs> and exactly I did. did that. <laughs> but See, what was it's so the net result is you don't have your seats. I or? don't have the seat. I'm going to go back into the system uh, maybe during this commercial break and see if I could manually select the seat myself. Well, you got one seat, but you couldn't get the other seat? Is that's that what right. I have 12C for for me. 12D. Well, she'll have to sit on your lap. Uh, How's that? <laughs> and she goes, well, where am I going to sit? And I said, look, you can have 12C, and I'll find uh, you know a seat in the uh, restroom. Uh, the, you, you, you can take my seat. The thing is, uh, he... What was I going to say? He, he was just... He, he, was he pleasant? Oh, he was exceedingly pleasant. Oh, but monotone and just everything was taken right off the manual. The script, yeah. Yes, he did not deviate one syllable from the manual. <laughs> I get irritated were... when that happens, and I ask them to please stop reading a script and just talk to me like a normal person. I, I have I, said that. I do, I do that, too. Were you I, pleasant? Uh, yes, by, by my standards, sure. 
Believe it or not, folks listening, the real John Cobalt actually can be more pleasant in person than he is on the radio. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing is uh, customer service people push me to the edge of my uh, civility. Yeah. Sphere. Okay, I can't. I, I can't. So I don't put myself in this position very often in public or even on the phone. I don't have patience for these people and these systems. I just yeah, don't. Maybe your wife should have done. And this. it's and it, and it, and it. Well, no, she's. No, she's not patient. I'm, I'm better at this. No, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't want to be in our house when there's some customer service issue and we're both on the phone. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I, I would call the police on us if, <laughs> if I was them. You were using miles. That's right. Because I was going to say now you, a lot of airlines try to sell tickets where you cannot choose your seat. Well, until the day of they actually assign you a well, seat. Sometimes you don't get a seat till you're actually there at the because uh, it's well, the cheapest ticket. Well, he no, I, I wasn't I wasn't getting the cheapest thing. I was no, you were the doing miles. Up. Yeah, oh. and I was doing my. But the thing is, he was telling me, well, you go to the counter the day of the flight, and I said I will not do that. Nah, that's I'll, too risky. First of all, I'll stand in line for a while. I'll get to the counter, and I said one of your rude coworkers. <laughs> this is where I was getting a little edgy. Will 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 tell me that she's got some uh, cockamamie reason why she can't give me the seat that I already paid for and got confirmed for. And then somebody's going to put me in a seat by the toilet. I go, I'm not trusting that. I want this. And I would just she he would come back and he goes, we can't do anything right now. The email. Uh, I'm sorry. The, the, there's an update going through the system. I go, no, sorry. Go back and try again. I will talk to the back office again. And he came back after that. Of course, he was doing no such thing. He just put me on hold and probably dealing with all the other outraged people. I would have said, give me the phone number for the back office. I'll take care of this directly. The back office. Have you heard that term in 30 years? The back office? That sounds like, you know, we used to go to the old car dealer. They said, i got to go to the back office to see if I can clear this uh, loan rate. Because it says on his stupid manual, just tell them you're talking with the back office and put them on hold. The back office. And then, you know, go go get some coffee. Isn't it more complimentary to call it the front office? The front office, like in sports, is considered the... Well, that's uh, right. The front office... Decision get, makers. Yeah. You, do you want a group of employees who work in the back office? That's right. They're like no, the back I, of the bus, the back I, of the classroom. I want the people in the front office. They're in charge. The people in the back office aren't going to help me. They couldn't even help themselves. They ended up in the back office. All right. Uh, coming up in a few minutes, you'll have a shot at money with the inflation vacation keyword. Um, here's one of the stories today that we have to talk about first. Um, I guess I would call this, and so it begins. Apparently, after last week's big hoopla over turning in 717,000 signatures to the L.A. County Registrar voters to effect a recall of L.A. County D.A. George Gascon, we have already lost 1,167. Mm-hmm. Over the weekend, the L.A. County Registrar's Office says we got 715,833 signatures submitted. Hmm. So did they count wrong at the Gascon recall offices? They're off by 1,167 signatures. Uh, Were they rounding when they said 717,000? That's an odd thing to round to. And the Times says, the recall campaign says it turned in more than 715,000. But I just looked up the press release. 717, yeah. The number they used was 717. Mm Mm-hmm. So now we know what's next, and it's going to take until it looks like almost mid-August for them to verify signatures. But right now I took out the calculator, and if they're claiming they have 715,833 signatures, 20% is right there is the number that can be declined. If if they decline and invalidate more than about 20% of those signatures, this recall is not happening. They need 566,857 valid signatures 
So I did the math on that registrar number. Right. And that's yeah. about where it sits. If you go to 21% disqualified, it, it comes out 565,000. We're not going to make it. So, yeah. Well, and 20% we thought was the top threshold, but there were some experts that think, oh, bigger percentages have been well, disqualified. And I've seen 30% disqualified. Well, yeah. Okay. You could go and find some extreme outlier right. <laughs> in some rural county. Sure. And by the uh, way, it, it's in the uh, El Segundo Times best interest to find the outlier and use that to. Use that to highlight. Uh, we have this piece of audio, which we thought you might enjoy dealing with the recall. It's from Fox 11. And apparently the woman who wants to be L.A.'s next mayor, Karen Bass, it's <laughs> a good reporter question, was asked if she will campaign for Gascon to fight off the recall. Uh, listen to this answer. Well, let me just tell you that my plan is to build the coalition that we have been working on to unite all of the various parts of our community and to win the mayor's race. So my focus is going to be on the race. I'm not going to be focused on on the recall, but we, you know, the recall has to pass the most significant hurdle. Will it even qualify? We don't know if that is even going to be the case. And I will tell you that it is doubtful from what I've talked to people, it is doubtful that the recall will qualify. Uh, if it does, uh -huh. my focus is gonna be on the mayor's race. See, she's got the in there. They've already, the registrar voters have said, don't worry, that's not going to qualify. We'll, we'll After all, us. you had your name scrubbed from the Stand with Gascon website already. She is Gascon's biggest fan. She campaigned, she supported him. He campaigned for with her. When she announced that she was running for mayor, he was uh, showed up right at the uh, kickoff rally. So they're brother and sister there. They're on the same side of letting criminals run amok. And yeah. it doesn't care how many people get killed. She is that kind of politician. Right. And after care. she announced she was running for mayor, she had her name in a picture scrubbed from his website, Stand with Gascon. We right. looked it up because uh, her operatives or she herself right. decided, that's not going to help me. Right, right. So, so she got that scrub. Now when she's asked the question, it's like first she does the dance. I'm going to bring all parts of the community blah, together. Blah, blah. Oh, my God. That, that's what Biden did when he was running for president. Yeah. I'm going to be a uniter. No, never, never vote for anybody who talks like that. Who talks in that political it's battle? It's from the script, as you just mentioned, gonna, with the guy at so, the airlines. So she does. She doesn't care. Listen to what she's saying. She doesn't think there's any urgency to get rid of Gascon, even after Gascon let out that uh, that uh, criminal uh, who murdered the two El Monte cops. Right. Even after he let out a criminal who murdered two El Monte cops, she doesn't see any any. Uh, energy that she should expend towards hoping he gets recalled. She could come out and say, I wish he would resign. I, that's what she should come and say, just, you know, for the sake of the memory of the cops, he ought to resign. That was, that was egregious. That was disgusting. She's not doing that. She's on the side of Gascon. She's on the side of the criminals. Well, what is this from what I've heard? It's probably not going to qualify. It's very suspicious. Well, where's from the, what I understand. Where's the reporter saying, who told you that? Yeah, where'd you get that information from? Yeah, who, who told you that? Well, you, you know that there's 715,000 signatures and 20% is going to be invalid? You know that? How do you know that? What, what, what information do you... This is what I'm saying. They, she, that's a kind of a stupid statement, right? I've heard. I've heard. You've heard from who? Uh, and But by the way, the, the Times is reporting that they are going to use the sampling method with the signatures. They're going to take a random sample of 5% to try to determine if it meets the threshold. So that also sounds suspicious. 
Will it be so random? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Pull out a, the petition pages where it looks the dirtiest and the uh, sloppiest and the I weirdest. Mean, <laughs> is that whole process a black box that we uh, outsiders can't see how they're doing it? I what, would think, what, uh, remember they let people observe the ballot counting in some of the elections? You would think that the recall people would be able to stand there and watch them do this process. But yeah. I don't know how. I, don't know I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't trust. I don't trust the registrar's office and the guy who runs that office. No. No, you know, he, he, he came uh, here from Seattle, from Kings County in Seattle, under a cloud. So I'm right. not trusting that guy. We got more to come. As soon as we come back, you'll have a keyword that you can enter at the website and perhaps win that $1,000. John and Ken, KFI. So you may have been hearing this news story. Last week, this was also a story, maybe in the week before, that suddenly there is a rash of 7-Eleven robberies, but... Four separate shootings were reported at 7-Eleven stores across Southern California, and at least three could be connected. There was one in Brea, a 7-Eleven store at Lambert Road in North Brea Boulevard, just after 4 a.m. I feel bad for if you have to work the overnight at like a convenience store. Wow. That just feels so exposed. That just feels so dangerous. Just don't take that job. There's 12 million job openings. There's got to be something better. Yeah, you think that would be the big quit category, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Like, can you imagine there's somebody actually showing up f- for the overnight shift? Why would you do that? In, they think in, that? in L.A.? They think that shooting is connected to another shooting that left at least two people injured at a 7-Eleven in La Habra. So they're so releasing they're, surveillance images. They're not yeah, just robbing, one. they're shooting. Apparently they are. Why yes. not just rob? Maybe there's resistance. <sighs> Santa Ana's police said there was a, also a shooting at a 7-Eleven in that city. A man was killed 3.25 a.m. on that store on East 17th Street. And finally in Riverside, a customer was shot at 1.50 a.m. You notice the times with all these? Yeah. You don't want to be a customer in a 7-Eleven no. at 1.50 a.m. or no. 3.25 a.m. or 4 no. a.m. I almost never go into a 7-Eleven once the sun sets. I know. I mean, you just don't. Sometimes people are out partying or whatever, I mean, and they stop on their way home for a munchie uh, or there's a drink. A, there's a pizza okay. shop near me that I go pick pizza up at, and it's next to a couple of doors from a 7-Eleven. And, man, that is a bad crowd. That really is a bad crowd. Uh, now, also this story, which um, we may be talking to the L.A. County Sheriff about later on in the show. We told you recently that... Uh, the West Hollywood government, the city council, has voted to cut back on the L.A. County Sheriff's deputies patrolling West Hollywood. Instead, they want to replace them with security ambassadors. <laughs> I love to say it that way. Security ambassadors. Well, <laughs> WeHoville.com, that's the name of the website, WeHoville, is reporting that the leader, and I guess this is called the Block by Block Program, of WeHo's block by block program actually served eight plus years in prison for voluntary manslaughter. Well, that's the kind of guy you want to put in. He's in charge. He's in charge of the uh, the ambassadors. Uh, apparently, he is. Yes. Oh my um, God, he was. His he was... name is Shay Gibson. He was charged with murder and armed robbery in something that happened in Georgia in 1995. Uh, they pr- the prosecutors chose not to pursue those charges in lieu of voluntary manslaughter for which he okay, was he killed the guy. convicted. He killed somebody. Uh, it sounds like it. Yes. So he the, uh, the, this character killed somebody, and now he's running the ambassador program in West Hollywood. 
Yes, they're going to have 30 security ambassadors. It's called Block by Block. And, and that's what they're doing with the funding they're going to save from the sheriff's department by cutting back police patrols. Yes. City officials, including the then mayor, Lindsay Horvath, have been aware of this since September of 2021. So they even knew. Well, they want to give felons a chance, ex-cons. So Murderers! Yeah, because Killers! They, need, they need the most help. <laughs> you give them a chance to, and you put them in charge of a city program? We're giving them a chance. This a is city a, program that's security related. Wait, wait, exactly. It's not like he's working in the file office. This guy's second <laughs> chance should be overnight at 7-Eleven, all right? That's what he's qualified for. Yeah, it doesn't say since, what the armed robbery was. Was it a 7-Eleven on a March of 95? Well, since he's been on the other side of armed robberies, why not put him on defense? That's really bizarre. Uh, yeah, an email shows that uh, the city council members had prior knowledge of his record before How voting you... to defund the sheriff and add additional monies to block oh, by wait. block. It is really under this guy's command. It is really anything goes. I mean, there's absolutely no standards. Guy gets convicted of killing somebody. Yeah, let's put him in charge of security. What? <laughs> and and and, they, and they've covered this up for almost a year. And this Lindsay Horvath, she was running for uh, one of the supervisor seats. Yeah, she is. Is right. she in the runoff? Uh, she is in the runoff. Yes. She's in the. She wants to be a against super. Bob Hertz. Holy crap! That's nah. to replace uh, uh, Sheila Kuehl. That's right. That's your district, right? Oh, that's my district. She's running to be supervisor in my district, and she appointed a killer to run the West Hollywood Ambassador Program. But you hate Mr. No Bail <laughs> I do. No Bail Bob. It's No Bail Bob against this uh, crackpot. And funny story about her last week in the El Segundo Times. <laughs> she has scrubbed from her official online political resume that she was on the West Hollywood City Council. <laughs> you know what? There's probably other dark <laughs> stories. If they're hiring killers to run the uh, security program, then there's other awful stuff there. She's apparently thinking that the voters wouldn't want a West Hollywood po politician for the L.A. Board of Supervisors. I'm thinking that's what she's thinking. That Maybe we ought to just play that down. In fact, scrub it completely from uh, the yeah. website. Well, West Hollywood's much cleaner than, than the surrounding L.A. Uh, you would think so. It, I, when I've driven through there, I see far less homeless. Yeah, but remember, they had those two terrible incidents last year where that guy was trying to sexually assault two women. Remember those yeah, stories? Yeah, Like the same day, he tried to drag them. One he chased into her apartment, God. the other one he tried to drag into a garage. I don't, I don't, you know what? There's so many people not paying attention, and that's why it's so far gone. In no other time would a mayor feel comfortable appointing a, a killer to run a safety security program. Nobody would do that. Do you look at the stack of resumes and say, all right, come on, he killed somebody. No. <laughs> just, you know, you wouldn't even look. You just look at, oh, felony conviction of manslaughter. No. Uh, Put we'll down see. for murder. We'll see if we can dig up the sheriff to comment on this later. Apparently he made us aware of this I'd, story, Sheriff Fionaway. I'd like to know exactly what the uh, what, what it was. The uh, the The robbery? Yes. What, what What were the details of the robbery? What was the big idea he had that day before he killed somebody? Yeah, this happened in Georgia. Uh, My God, Robert. it says West Hollywood last week decided to move a significant amount of its public safety budget for the next two years into the hands of the block by block program. Run by uh, this guy. Run by this guy. So he suddenly became in charge of a significant amount of public safety. This is money, I guess, that's uh, this is part of the defund the police movement. He is officially the operations manager of the block by the block. The operations program. manager. 
All right, we got more coming up. John and Ken Show, KFI. Oh, there's a lot of good stories today from Bidenville. That will happen at 3.05. The New York Times, two things. They did a poll. 64% of Democrats think Biden should step aside. Democrats! Okay? Yeah. Not everybody polled. No. That's significant. It's, uh, and, and they ran a story talking to staffers whether or not Biden's losing it. We'll tell you what the staffers told the Times anonymously. Anonymously. Yes. <laughs> so you know what the answer is. Well, Since they told mix, it anonymously. Yes. <laughs> it's a mix. It's probably not what you think on certain aspects of his condition. You could tell, though, if you read the quotes, which, which ones are lying. Because the lies are over-the-top lies. <laughs> All right, so... On the subject of spending money on the mentally ill, and of course, that's really all about the homeless here in California, we take you back on the John and Ken show to the year 2004. 2004? Mm -hmm. That's right. Proposition 63, which we told you to vote no on. This was the 1% millionaire's tax to fund mental health services. But you know what it is with people. Oh, it's rich people. Ah, F them, screw them, tax them, better them than me. They're rich. They're bad. $29 billion has come in from Proposition 63. Take a look around. Do you think there's more or less mentally ill people on the streets than there were in 2004? Uh, Who wants to have an opinion on that? Prop 63 is one of the biggest failures among many many huge failures here in california this is long before prop hhh measure hhh all that crap that we've had in the last 10 years this and and here comes the kicker unfortunately or fortunately this person's now dead rusty selix was executive director of the mental health association of california co-author of the ballot measure you know Mm. what this person said back then no one who's mentally ill and now on the street will be on the street in five years. <laughs> don't you love that? And people fall for that kind of crap. It's like, wow, you know, all the homeless are going to be gone. And there weren't many around back in 2004. But somebody like that, who I'm sure he went on to make a lot of money with an agency connected to the, uh, to the money stream. I'm sure he had a nice salary. Well, I guess the, I bet you the Mental did. Health Association oh, got plenty no. of money from the oh, proposition. Sure. That's right. So understand, the guy who writes the bill and then promotes it by saying, there'll be nobody left mentally ill and homeless. You'll see. Well, Do you know who the, the author was? Do you remember? Daryl Steinberg, now That's the mayor right. of Sacramento. And what is it? He's now mayor of Sacramento, which apparently, I'm understanding per capita, probably has the worst homeless problem yeah. in the state. That's right. Because it wasn't about helping the homeless. It didn't. It wasn't about helping mentally ill people. It was about you know, $29 billion. That's how much money this 1% tax has raised. $29 billion. Now, you look around and you tell me where the success is. Just in uh, L.A. County, you got 70,000 people face down in the street. So what they did is they created this huge tax, this huge bureaucratic infrastructure. Now this article is filled with officials whining that they still don't have enough money. So, well, you got $29 billion and you created hundreds of thousands of homeless people in the state. How did you do that? That is What a magic trick that is. This is the mental illness industrial complex. Yes. So there's really one paragraph that's sort of, because I'm like, well, where did the money go? Well, there's a couple of aspects to this which are worth talking about. Funds boosted early intervention programs in schools and communities. And I looked at that and said, wait a minute. 
When most people voted for this and understood this, they were probably thinking about the mentally ill walking around the streets. Get them in for treatment. Do what you have to do. Try to change their lives. Early intervention programs in schools? Why do you have to go to an elementary school? What, to pick out most likely to be homeless? This reminds me, remember the Rob Reiner tax on cigarettes? That was supposed to go to like early, I don't know, early preschool or something or other. And that's another like... That black was, hole. That was the same era. There was all this craze about early this and early that, early intervention, early education, blah, 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 blah. No, you have guys in the street, they're 42 years old. And 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 and, and they're and they're wandering around with a knife and they're on meth and they're in a bad mood. It's got nothing to do with a guy in fifth grade. And I think the other part of this is something we talked about within the last 10 years. There's allegedly billions of dollars in unspent funds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember talking about this. State data shows that counties are stockpiling about $2 billion. This is from Steinberg's own nonprofit. Oh, Steinberg has his own nonprofit? Yeah, hmm. it's called the Steinberg Institute. Uh, <laughs> well, it looks like he's got a lifetime job after he's done being mayor. $2 billion the state has. L.A. L- County alone, suppose he has a billion, but the next paragraph is a real head-scratcher. L.A. County officials said their state counterparts, counterparts are routinely mistaken. Their accounting's a puzzle. We don't have all that money sitting around, so here you go. Here comes the lie. Somebody's lying here. Okay. Uh, bank accounts are pretty straightforward, right? We've all gone to the ATM to see how much is in checking. And, and you, you punch in your, your code, and you find out, oh, I got $8,212 in checking. Right? That, that, that's, it's an exact number down to the penny. How could, they, how could the state say L.A. County has $2 billion and L.A. County is going, it's like, you know, we're broke. We're dipping into our reserves here. There's nothing left in the main account. Come on. Oh, and by the way, we, 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 could, we could use a tax increase, right? I mean, that's yeah, basically yeah. what these uh, – isn't there another homeless tax increase coming this year? Uh, something on the ballot? Uh, there is going to be something yeah. on the ballot. Right. Uh, part of it's going to be the gaming, uh, the online gambling. I think that there's supposedly some of that money's going to the homeless. So. Oh, that you know what? That's great. You legalize unlo- online gambling and then charge a tax, and then these online gamblers are most likely to end up homeless after they gamble away their homes. It's circular, right? Exactly. The only story they tell in here, because they say, oh, it's supposedly it's helped hundreds of thousands of people. Paul Stansbury, who lives in the South Bay, for decades he has sought to care for his 43-year-old son who suffers from schizoaffective disorder and drug and alcohol addiction. His son did benefit from programs created by Prop 63, but guess what? Eventually, the the son resisted treatment and for a period has been homeless. Yeah. You see, without conservatorship and making this more firm, you really have no chance. If People can just decline. If you don't force them, all the money's been wasted. All the money we spent on uh, Paul Stansbury's son is wasted. It's in the toilet because now the guy doesn't want uh, any help. And he's happy wherever he is in his tent, whether he's, you know, smoking the crack pipe, smoking the meth pipe. I think it's the same as all the rest of the homeless industrial complex. All this money goes down the drain in government bureaucracy, where if the bottom line is the person with the mental illness refuses treatment, there's nothing you can do. Mm -hmm. They're allowed to do that. But they continue to spend money and build up offices and hire workers and to continue to do outreach. But if they're turned aside every time, you still have mentally ill yeah. people in the streets. You still have people that can't be reached, but you're still spending the money. Who's the I dead guy who promised this was all going to be solved? 
Uh, Rusty Celix. Rusty Celix, yeah. Good old Rusty. Thanks, Rusty. Uh, and I don't even know if that's a guy. I assume it is. Rusty apparently... uh, created a huge boondoggle ripoff and then checked out and left us the... a mess. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> he he did promise that within five years. Yeah. yeah. How do we hold him accountable? Rusty Celix. John and All Ken right, show. We got more coming up. I'm just trying to buy that seat <laughs> on the airline. <laughs> well, you're doing it while you're sitting here at the. Uh, oh at yeah. Work. Yeah. Well, the guy said to do it uh, back in three hours. So the three hours passed, and uh, you know they didn't they didn't even register my seat. Well, did you did you cancel the transaction or did you actually complete? No, your... they sent they sent contradictory information on oh. the same confirmation uh, uh, email I got. It said here your flight is confirmed, you have this seat, and then there was a little bar on top saying your seat uh, is uh, not been purchased. Yeah. So it said both things. So then I went back into the system. It's it's running again, and neither my seat nor uh, my wife's seat was uh, was linked to uh, to our uh, our purchase. So. I probably just paid twice for the same seats. Oh, you mean redeeming miles? No, that I paid cash for because it, it only like thirteen dollars extra. Oh, the, the upgrade. So I put that on the credit card. But now I got to, you know, tonight I'm going to have to go call and see. Hey, did you did you get two payments for both seats? Can I have a refund on that? That'll be an hour and a half. We were talking about Proposition sixty three. The El Segundo Times did a story on the two thousand and four ballot measure. That was supposed to cure all the mentally ill in California. This was the 1% tax on millionaires on their income. You know that link in there for Rusty Celix? Yeah. That's the person that was quoted as saying, within five years, we're going to eliminate all the mental ill problems. You should click that link. You know what it sends you to? What? A 2004, in fact, October 25th, 2004, column by good old Red Skelton, George Skelton with the El Segundo Times. You know what the headline was? Prop 63, the rich pay a little, the homeless get a lot of help. Yes. And he starts out by talking to a, quote, a millionaire who's anxious for this to pass. And you scroll down in the story. Oh, it's a hoot to read this because it's all full of this wishful thinking that, oh, this is how they do this. And they're often, the politicians are often helped out by people in the media, like columnists well, for the right, Segundo Times. Right. They really believe, or maybe they don't, that government can fix everything. It can't. Government's a bureaucratic nightmare. Look at that. They can't even hand out unemployment checks without getting defrauded. No. It's ridiculous. But they, they like the idea of because they're all a bunch of communists. They're all they believe in socialism. They just like the idea of stealing money from the millionaires. That, that's writes, what turns them on. They don't care if the programs work or not. It has good intentions. As long as it has good intentions. Listen to this. There are an estimated fifty thousand more less fortunate people with mental illnesses who are living on the streets, making up a third of California's homeless. Again, this is 2004. But further on in the story, Proposition 63 would provide funding through the counties to treat virtually all mentally ill homeless. Uh Really? How's that working? (laughs) George, would you like to do an update on your dopey 2004 column pushing for the passage of this? right. And by the way, it cleared easily the polls they were showing. It almost got 60% support. And you know, these stupid journalists, they intentionally do cheerleading. And and, and that's what it is. And they don't care. They tell you that, no, no, we use facts to inform our research and our opinions and we do these fact-based exposés it's no you don't you just think rich people suck government is great so why not steal money and 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 all these government connected people build their nonprofits give themselves six figure salaries and uh, you, you got a new industrial complex here this one's for the mentally ill and you create more mental illness 
Right. And what will they do? They'll turn around and ask us for more tax money. Yeah. We've already wasted billions. We're going to, and it's usually someone that steps up and says, well, we need to rethink this. Let's do an accounting for those dollars. And then some stupid report comes out and six months later, they're going to go in ahead and <laughs> you know it's amazing. try to look for more money. They they talk to a pollster. Right? This guy's still around, too. It's the same old stale turds. Uh, pollster for the Public Policy Institute of California. Wow, 62-24, like you said, in favor of this stupid thing. Four reasons. Based on focus groups. You know how valuable <laughs> focus groups are. Oh, so much wisdom in focus groups. Voters believe these people should be paying more anyway. See, yeah, there it is. it's just punishment for the sake of punishment. They don't give a crap whether a program works or not no. or whether it's the most important thing. It's amazing how many people know that uh, Reagan closed down the state mental hospitals and put all these people on the street. For God's sakes, Reagan did that in the 1960s. No, the Lanterman-Petrus Act again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is now in 04. What are we we talking here? It's 37 years later, and they're blaming Reagan. And now you cut to 18 years after that in 2022, right? It's now 55 freaking years, and they're still blaming Reagan. Is that amazing? It's like like when uh, we were kids blaming Calvin Coolidge for whatever bad things were going on. They know that they know the state had broken a promise and underfunded county mental health programs. Well, who was the governor leading up to 1994, huh? Or 2004? That was Gray Davis. What do you mean they've broken a promise? Then there's the question of ballot box budgeting. Uh, this is just all nonsense. Actually, Schwarzenegger was governor. Schwarzenegger was governor there. Yeah, yeah. Davis is recalled in '03. Oh, I know. I, I just. What well, do you know? Another government program that overpromised yeah. and underperformed. And this is this is Daryl Steinberger. He was the assemblyman. I think he became the the, the speaker of the assembly for well, a was, while. He was the head. Yeah. yeah oh, he, the state senate too. I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But maybe he was. He was president of the senate. And they. He was the principal author of Prop sixty three along with that Rusty Seelix guy. And he's quoted in here. He was the one who most was pushing it most publicly. Now he's in charge of Sacramento, which may have the highest per capita. A homeless oh, it's in the state. Uh, it, it, so these guys, these, these guys have been around for decades. They have stolen tens of billions of dollars, and they've made everything worse. They created tens of thousands of new mental patients running in the street. Why? My favorite, my favorite Sacramento story as of late, and we talked about this, I think, in the last year or two. The American River. And apparently there's a lot of homeless encampments along this American River up in the Sacramento area. You know what the big debate is? Whether or not the poopy water is caused by uh, uh, creatures like fish or birds or the homeless people. And every now and then the Sacramento Bee runs an article, the latest testing shows it's not coming from humans. That's the debate. (laughs) Right. Because the humans, uh, their human waste has no bacteria in it, right? Yeah. It comes pre-purified. All right. Speaking of mental illness, uh, and of course a story like this can only come from Florida. It is... uh, Quite a mugshot if you get a chance to look at it. Michelle Renee Hoskins is 64 years old. They arrested her last week and, uh, well, they charged her with failing to report a death. And you might say failing to report a death. Yeah, she put her mother in the freezer Hmm. so she could keep getting her Social Security money. So she did not want to report her mother had died. She wanted the checks to keep coming. The woman was 93. Uh I take it, although it's not clear yet, she died of natural causes. The daughter didn't want to lose the uh, the money train, so she wrapped her up and stuck her in a big freezer. And uh, how did they, they uh, how did they discover? 
they found her in a chest freezer in the garage. Multiple neighbors requested a welfare check. <laughs> they knew that the old lady lived there and they were concerned. So it was only two weeks after she died that I guess oh, they got, oh, only they two did weeks. a search. Yeah. Oh, it was only I two see. weeks. Because, yeah. you know, nor sometimes you find out these people have pulled the scam for many for years. For years, I know. Yeah. So this one looks like she only got away with it for a uh, no, well, you're couple of years. Well, you're supposed to. And they to did get a search warrant and they got they opened the freezer. You're supposed to tell all the busy buddy neighbors that she, you know, she went to a rest home. Uh, she wanted to. She wanted to go to Florida. What if they say, "Can I visit her?" Well, my, my she went to Florida. We put her in a Florida rest home. My no, sister... they are in Florida. Oh well, the story is from Florida. All right, well then pick another state. All right, my we point sent is her to here's uh, California. You, you see, you got to do this smart to get away with it. You say, "I got a sister," and you're right. Her who lives in home. like Ohio? That's right. right. And uh, you know what? I'll tell you. But can ask. I write to her? Can I email her? Sure. You make up a post office box. <laughs> It's returned undeliverable. I don't know. <laughs> well, you might get another year out of that. But you know what? Buy the post office box in in Ohio, and then you know have that collect the mail, and that's how you get it. I mean, if the money means that much to you, you got to work for it. Got to think this through. All right. When we come back, we're going to be in Bidenville. There's a few good stories. We're going to lead with one. Biden has been accused by the, the people that are nuts over this Roe v. Wade decision of not showing enough anger and passion of an outrage. So he told a story. Of about a 10-year-old rape victim. Well, even the Washington Post says that story's probably made up. Um, but he used it on Friday to rage against the decision, to rage against Ohio's abortion he's laws. He's telling stories about a, ten, a fake 10-year-old rape victim, huh? That's wow. All they gave him. That's all they gave him, the researchers. All right, all right. We will get to that coming up. John and Ken, KFI, and Deborah Mark Live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Hey, Ken, did you know that gold is the only currency that's held its value since the dawn of money? Well, I did. Thanks to our friends at Legacy Precious Metals, the most trusted name in gold investing. Investing in gold protects you against inflation and gives you a hedge against stock market volatility. Don't leave your retirement to chance. Call Legacy Precious Metals today at 866-691-2173. Or download your free investor's guide now at buylegacygold.com. That's buylegacygold.com. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're Body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At Body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a Pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I.com. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future. 
especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.